0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Going for Three podcast, episode 19. I am your host, Tony Farr, a.k.a. G, a.k.a. Gramps Bayless, apparently now. Uh, With me, as always, are Percy Thomas, a.k.a. PTP, and Chris Collins, a.k.a. Hot Takes Collins. How are we doing, fellas?
1: Doing good, man. You know
0: what I'm saying? Uh,
1: You know, 50-ball, 50-burger for the king. You know, Brown, Brown. had to uh, remind all you all you, you know, you busters what he was about. You know.
0: And then and then the next day a little fifty-four piece from the it's from the young goat JT. We're, we're not, we're not, <laughs> doing, we're, not doing, we're not doing this is this show is not
1: about the Celtics. It's about the Lakers. Actually, not even about the Lakers. It's no, about it's not <laughs>
2: it's about LeBron. It's yeah, always it's been about
1: LeBron. a lot of things that, huh? yeah. it's, it's LeBron. It's always been LeBron. It'll always be LeBron. Um,
2: <laughs> let's,
0: let's get right into it boys. Hot news hot off the presses. Russell Wilson traded to the Denver Broncos. Russ in a fifth? No, Russ in a fourth mm-hmm. to Denver for two
2: firsts, two seconds, Drew Lock, uh Noah Fant. Who else was it? Uh, Shelby
0: Harris, I think.
2: Yeah, Shelby Harris and a fifth rounder. Damn, damn is correct. Mm. Um, you know, I, I gotta be honest, I didn't see it coming, it, it kind of took me for a shock. I felt like, I don't know, it felt like this past week,
1: I don't know, it just felt like he was gonna stay. Uh, That's
3: the little interview he did when he said, um, you know, right now he's in Seattle. It just is, you know, like he loves Seattle. You wouldn't have thought behind the scenes if they were talking to Denver the whole time. Right. Right. And,
1: and uh, you know, right now, uh, thanks to Russell Wilson, he has now completed the, uh, the bloodbath gauntlet that will be the AFC West now, apparently. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, but there's that. Yeah, good Lord is right. When Derek mm. Carr is the worst quarterback in your division. That's I
3: see yeah like not, when, when Derek like Carr good. is the worst quarterback, and he's not even that bad. Like they, he
1: fought, he dragged a team to the playoffs last season. Um,
4: like yeah,
1: like yeah, when, um, De- when Derek Carr could go to other divisions and be the best quarterback in a division, not all, not all of them, but but probably one. Yeah, a good handful, a good handful. I mean, I AFC, mean South, AFC South. He could be the best quarterback in shit. Fuck around, would be the best quarterback in the NFC East. Even though and I love me some James NFC Dug. South, NFC South.
0: Yeah, yeah arguably, he'd,
3: he'd
0: probably be second yeah.
2: best in the North. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's definitely uh, shit
1: at this point, without a doubt in my mind, probably the most competitive uh, division in football with that addition. Um, simply because I mean, the NFC West was definitely up there, but I mean, they lost. They literally they just lost Russ, so now they mm-hmm. they have a,
0: you know, and they're gonna probably lose Jimmy G too, potentially. Yeah, he might get moved yeah. potentially. Yep, that is also true. So yeah, I mean,
1: it, it, it's it's probably it's one of the bigger, if not the biggest trade I've seen in, in like in recent NFL history. I can't remember. Unless I'm forgetting somebody, another like big name quarterback like that being traded, like in their prime. Yeah, yeah, about yeah,
3: say like in their prime, or at least like with this type of game changing, game changing talent. Yeah, like like like, I mean, Stafford, like, like Stafford trade was big, not to this magnitude because rest of I you haven't know, seen
0: anything like experiences and stuff. I haven't seen anything like this since what Montana don't I, but I don't think that was even a trade. Well, I, I was of the Chiefs? was yeah. he
4: trading to the Chiefs?
0: I don't recall. He I'm an been. old hat, but yeah, I think he, he might have been. I'm an old hat, but that was probably since then was something that big. Uh, yeah, I, I, guess, mean, I guess it says here that
1: he forced a trade. To them. Yeah, and Steve Young
0: was on the come up, and they was going to bench him anyway. <laughs> I see. Now I see Denver was talking to Seattle for two weeks, but they were also waiting on this Aaron Rodgers thing. So, yeah, they, it was just, I yeah. mean, we had,
1: we had gotten kind of reports about stuff for a while now. Nothing to where I thought they were going to pull the trigger on something like this. I mean, yeah. wow.
3: It, it was kind of written in the stars that Denver was going to go after one of the quarterbacks that were, like, movable. Aaron was obviously the biggest one until, like, he confirmed, like, I'm staying in Green Bay. Then, probably would've moved to Russell, then he probably would've moved to Jimmy. Probably would've moved to Baker, honestly, just out of desperation. Yeah. But, um, We're going to try to get somebody next season because they feel like they're really that good.
0: So. I'm going to play... All right, th- Look, I'm going to admit, this is a slight homer take here, but. Info hear me, commanders. Out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Oh boy. Wait. Hear me out. Let me hear me out. Mm-hmm. If you're Seattle, I, I I get the idea of at least what there's what's being said is did want to trade him to an NFC team,
2: or maybe, mm-hmm. or maybe possibly, you know, whatever. But if you're Seattle, shouldn't
0: shouldn't you take the best deal offered? If what's come out, it sounds like, and this is the Homer part, is huh? my Washington Commanders had theoretically a better offer than what Denver did had.
1: Well, so until I, until I see that,
0: but until they leak I'm it, I'm not going to speculate. Also, I mean, it was at least. There were, Washington was willing to give up players and three firsts. Russell Wilson also had
1: a lot of control on whether or not he, where he wanted to go. He, like he that, trade was first, that, tra- that trade to, to the Broncos was first reported, and it said upon
0: Wilson's approval. So, yeah. But don't you think he probably already had an idea before they, did, they went through all this trouble?
4: Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I mean what he already
0: had a list he, last year. He
1: went, year, where, he he went wanted to where to he
0: went to go. Like he, he, some part of him
1: wants to go to Denver because he had he had a choice. Wow. Yeah, he had approval on it, so he chose Denver over Washington. Yeah. I also saw uh, something that mm-hmm. said he wanted to he wanted to play for uh, John Elway. So,
3: yeah. In theory, I I can see how the Seahawks wouldn't want to trade him in conference because that's, that, If anything, I kind of respect them just for that because I mean they won't have to they won't have to see him as much unless they actually you know make a run in the playoffs or like every once in a blue moon you see him on your see him on your uh your docket broncos seahawks whatever you won't see him that much so it's a better chance of you probably making the playoffs you're like at, a, at points past your rebuild so smart on that regard because if they traded him in-house and in, he would have been torturing them for like
2: till he retires he probably still will but be as much Hmm. Yeah, I mean I I get it. I'm a little upset because we you know
0: through the farm didn't get him. Didn't even didn't Kirk us I mean, I mean, out, I mean, apparently Kirk, even no, though he's still in Virginia.
1: There's a there's another big fish out there. He you know comes with a little bit of, you know, baggage and and
0: and you know. And, a, and, and another and mora- another and morality
1: and a, issues and a suspension mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, a suspension but, yeah. probably. But he's you know, he's still a Still a sizable fish. Just, you know, maybe it's a little rotten. Up, maybe a little...
3: Like, it's maybe. Like, it's like, now it moves from the whole, like, waiting for Aaron Rodgers to now waiting on whether or not Deshaun, Deshaun Watson actually goes to jail okay. or not. Like, I, I mean, not to say that he should or anything. Like, I don't know the nuances of that whole thing.
0: But... I don't think... I don't think he's going to end up doing jail time. Or he's gonna think of, He's going to end up settling all this, which is... Uh, akin to admitting some kind of guilt, in the league's still going to punish him. So they're, they're
3: going to—he's—he's he's not going to play for a whole season, at least. Maybe yeah, uh, maybe a season and a half. Just for the I fact mean, that they put fear into the into the league with all this commotion. Yeah, I, mean,
0: mean, I, don't if, gonna, I don't think the league is going to—I don't think the league is going to really take into account the fact that he didn't play last season, partially because of all this crap. When they when yeah. it comes time to handing him his suspension.
4: Yeah. I mean, I
3: think, like in theory, he has already missed a year. Of in, so, if anything, they can suspend him for like another four games and then let him play because he's already sat out a long time.
2: So... I mean, the way the league suspends people is weird, to say the least. Yeah. But I mean, because I mean, Brady had the deflate gate and he
3: only missed, what, three games?
0: Well, three. I mean, true, true. Those are, you know, the league doesn't. Yeah, take but you got but you got like domestic you've got like domestic violence and kind of charges and stuff like that that don't even get uh, like haven't like like,
3: really been on one game and got a whole years worth of year
0: <laughs>
2: and look look at i mean look at uh... oh my god I'm brain farting uh... help me out here weed you haven't, you haven't said anything um yeah. josh gordon
0: <laughs> yeah josh gordon i mean he like half of his career because of weed. Yeah, because of weed,
1: con- he's continuously gotten caught, uh, caught with it. You know. Yeah,
0: but you know.
1: No, I agree with you, but am saying. I'm saying it, I'm saying saying not, big it, big it hasn't too. been one. It hasn't been one instance. You know, I'm not it saying it's right, but, it, but it's been multiple. So that's why he keeps yeah. getting. That's why he keeps being out of the league. I can definitely do that
3: with with that too, because you know, he got suspended for like doing a motorcycle shoot. The day the week before a game or something like that, so <laughs> it's uh their decision making is kind of murky, but I mean, for the most part
2: that's what they made the right decision definitely enough hmm. interesting um that your 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 high hopes were dashed but, <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, yeah, my high hopes
0: are dashed. I don't know if my hopes are dashed because, you know, we'll see where how it plays yeah. out. At this point,
4: I can still get a quarterback. At this,
0: at this point, I yeah, but at this point, I don't want like a Carson Wentz or or Trubisky. No offense to them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just draft a quarterback and take should take a chance. Honestly,
2: mm. the best option too. Just so uh, you wouldn't have to worry about like
3: you know. What but if not Trubisky's p- but mental is not good. What if Carson can't play anymore? You got a lot of things with people that are already Carson, in.
0: Carson, I think Carson can still can still play, but his decision making sucks. Trubisky, maybe he's reformed being in that that Buffalo system for a year. Maybe he's reformed and he's a smarter player now because he certainly looked okay.
3: I mean, Trubisky was never really a dumb player. It was and, just it, Matt, and Na- he's, Matt and he's just started throwing up some stuff like and he's not going
0: to be and he's not going to command a lot of money.
2: I mean that's a positive. It was a backup, so it, he won't ask for that much. No, I would just rather draft a quarterback and take a shot. If we're not going to get a big name, not, I don't I'm not pick it. But we can get to that at another point. Mm-hmm. Um, the other big news today: Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay.
0: Now he's saying contract, not necessarily. Signed, but everybody else saying four years, 200 million, 153 million guaranteed. Drastically lowers his cap hit, which obviously drastically lowers their, you know, their uh, uh, over the cap amount. Although you got to add in Devontae being franchise tagged Uh to that. Right move, wrong move. I mean, um, I, you know, they have their
1: quarterback, so I, I guess it's the right move. I suppose so. I wouldn't be caught no way in hell, given what a thirty-six-year-old, two hundred million for four years, making him the. Well, what, I don't think he's
0: is he about. I think he's about to turn thirty-eight, isn't he? Or is he older? Is it, that's yeah, case, he might be ready forty. I think like, he's. I don't, I don't know. 39. I think he's. I think he's thirty-eight.
1: 38, right. 38. He, yeah. 38, yeah. he just, yeah, he just turned thirty eight in December. So, yeah, there's just no, no, no way uh, that I would be giving him that much money. It doesn't even make sense. It's like, bro, like, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. It just, it just baffles me, honestly. The four years is like at thirty eight. I, I get we had another guy who was playing into his forties, but he's literally at his. At his place in history for a reason. There's no guarantee that he's going to play up to this level, and quite frankly, the last two years, he's been. It seems like he's like the outcome has regressed a bit. I'm not going to say that necessarily just say cut and dry that he's regressed, but like they haven't gotten to where they have wanted to go, and in big moments, he hasn't shown up when he needs to. So to like yeah. give him to such a contract that's so large, like I. I w I don't know. I I guess I would want to see where they where else they go with this and maybe see more details of the contract and how they're gonna restructure it to get get or keep certain people if they are. I don't know. I just it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, well, like when Brady,
4: you, played, Brady you play...
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. When Brady went
1: to the Bucks it wasn't anything like this, if I remember correctly. He didn't want to be the highest paid. He yeah, took a a good contract to get other people to go there, you know. Yeah. Or sure, even in, and, even in
3: New England, Brady never took the like. Brady was winning chips after chip in New England, and never asked to give him like all the money from their salary to like make him the highest paid play player. But uh, pay player, you have to build the team. I don't. know. And I'm,
1: I'm not as like I said, I'm not as much as mad. I'm not as mad at Aaron, I guess, for asking it. Cause whatever, you that's the best of your money, blah blah. Yeah. He can but ask, for bro. the pack, yeah. for the Packers to give this to him, it's just like, come on. He clearly doesn't want to leave. He like, <laughs> bro, sit him down. And be like, listen, bro. Like, we, we can pay you, but this is a, this is this is a ridiculously astronomical number, and you might cripple us even more. Uh, like, I not I I don't know about it. it doesn't make sense <laughs> to me, but whatever. I mean, he'll retire, a Packer, and you know he'll be he'll, yeah. he'll be an all time quarterback. He'll be one B, one A, or <laughs> one depending on who whoever you ask over Brett Favre. He's on the left, famous, one of the greats. But it just I don't know. I don't I don't see this ending well.
4: No, yeah, I don't, I don't either.
1: Going, I don't I see don't this going off into the sunset with a ring or anything like that.
0: I don't see that. I don't either because at least as of right now, you got to try to keep Devonte. If you do, they. For all I know, for all I know, a year from now, it'd be the same thing over again, where he might want out, trade it, or whatever. Because they're going to have to, they're going to have to reduce the overall talent of their team just to reduce their salary cap to the point of being under under it. They can't keep the squad together.
4: And not
3: even that. It's like even even past Devonte, you have Jair Alexander, your All Pro corner, who's actually way younger than Aaron Rodgers. That you have to you have to worry about his contract. Justin Smith and Zadarius Smith, coming off of really good years defensively, you got to worry about trying to pay them and Billy Turner, which you know, he's a, I think he's one of like on their line, their O line.
4: Yeah, and,
3: like you have a lot of guys that you really had to pay attention to for the sake of cohesion because they have been there for the last three seasons, I think, dang near the last three seasons. So you're giving. Well,
1: I'm this... were... hmm? My, My bad. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, I mean that's like, like so you're giving like like I said like giving this thirty eight year old man who isn't really proven that he's gonna be like Brady when he's forty. He's been choking the past two years. Been in a stack, he's been choking the last two years. You're giving him all this bread because he wants it, not because he's earned it to an extent off of the last two seasons, but because he wants to be paid this
0: much. It just doesn't and they're
1: supposed sense. to release the Darius Smith or the reports that they're gonna release him.
0: Uh, it's, like, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like defensively.
3: It's like I understand Rashawn Gary like made a name for himself. Like, that's only one linebacker position. If you lose Preston, what are you gonna do? Like y'all don't they, guess, they, don't, they it, don't really draft well.
0: Isn't like, Rasul free agent too?
3: Thor so Douglas.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but he might not. He's not gonna. He's not gonna demand that much. Gary, I don't think he's gonna demand that much. Well.
3: He's played. I think he played on like he's played on like three teams in the past four seasons, right? I think.
2: He played for them, Philly, and somebody else that I can't remember. Either way, Aaron got his got what he wanted,
1: and ultimately the Packers might end up paying for it. We'll see.
3: And, I mean, the, the only thing the Packers get out of this is you know. When they probably went out in the division for the next, you know, for the extension of this contract.
0: If he stays for the whole time. Let's not... If
3: he, if he stays for the well. full of them out of the contract, eventually the team's going to suck because, once again, they had to give everybody... They, they had to give him everybody else's money. The team's eventually going to start to suck, which increases the chance of you losing Devontae because he's tagged and Aaron Rodgers being unhappy because now... You got what you wanted, but the supporting cast around True. you is literally bad.
1: I mean, Devontae Adams can be unhappy too. I feel like we don't talk about this enough when people just get franchise tagged. Like
3: if, he, I mean, if he right? gets hurt, he loses bread. He, he, I think the amount that he could have gotten paid originally decreases by like, like what they kept throwing out when I was hearing people talk about his contract. It's in the millions, but like he can lose a decent amount of money if he gets hurt next year. Nothing's really for sure what's going
2: on with his situation so that even makes it worse the whole team as a whole yeah i don't know i yeah (laughs) i really got nothing more for it
1: to be honest look for them i
3: guess
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean shit it wouldn't hurt for them to suck they've been great for Mm -hmm. shit 30 years now right (laughs)
3: <laughs> I they, they haven't been asked in a minute.
1: So. I mean, they went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, literally. Yeah. So, I think—I think Aaron's first year. I think they were competitive, but I'm not sure if they made the playoffs. But shit,
4: mm-hmm. I
0: mean, yeah, I think they, it's, no, I don't think they did his first year. I think they were what, seven nine or some shit. I think they went like six and ten. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I
1: mean, one quick year, and it was back at it. So, yeah, yeah they're due—they're due, they're due for some bad years. So I would hey you will get no sympathy from me,
2: uh Packers fans. No. So, you know. It is what it is. All right. Uh next up. Uh this past week we had the NFL combine. Uh a lot of showing out.
0: Uh some head scratching. Kevin Thibodeau, uh, <laughs> how much did you watch? Uh, any thoughts on uh, what you saw? Actually, Speak
3: hold on, to m- me m- before we even like really get into like you know like stood out or whatever.
2: You brought up mm-hmm. Thibodeau. I just want to pose
3: this question really quickly. Of course. After, like after noted after seeing or like hearing like reason as to why he didn't do any on field drills. Like, the day of, of the defensive end and everything. He wanted to do everything at his pro day. But, Kennedy showed up, did the bridge press, did the 40, I believe. Maybe he did the broad jump. I, th- I think he did a couple of, like, the little bare necessity thing before you get to the 40. But, after the 40, he just didn't want to do anything else. Right. Do you guys think it works against him, as far as the stigma that he already had of, like, phoning in plays? Like, he would he would quit on plays, or... Certain things like not really lining up with his with his moral or like his attitude, more or less, does it work against him as far as being top three?
1: I don't think so. I think if teams want to, you know, kind of vet that process, they can do that. You know, at the end of the day, production and and film on the field is going to take precedent over any of this combine shit. To be honest with you, and if he if he does have his pro day and it, you know. And it goes well, then we won't. We definitely won't even remember any of this. We'll just be talking. They'll just be talking about the pro day.
0: I think it plays into it a little bit. I think it plays into that narrative right now, for sure. Um, I, I,
3: I feel like it was important for him, honestly, because I mean, I, his tape work to me—I've been trying to be like biased, but like his tape work isn't really that impressive. I mean, I just see it. as like he's a six-six dude, and handling dudes yeah. off the line. Like you're supposed yeah, to do that. Yeah, but it's like no, but like you know, but like Aaron Donald is like I say that everybody has to be Aaron when you look at their tape, but like, when you look at like his combine tape or like his actual game tape, you you see the finesse, you you see the ability to really like you know any scenario throwing at him offensively, make it something shape.
1: I know, and I know you're saying you don't want to compare them, but I mean, it's you're talking about. The one of the guys, so it's like I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because I, mean, I don't want to use the clowny. I
3: don't use, use, like I don't use the thing because I don't see him as clowny two point Like, he... I mean, Devante Clowney
1: is a good player. I mean, if we're being yeah. quite honest, I mean, he's not a bust. He's been a, I think he's pretty sure he's been a Pro Bowler. Yeah, but I
3: feel like I feel like Clowney. I feel like Clowney has had like Clowney has more to his game. Than Thibodeau does. Like, I mean, of course, like right now, I don't, like I don't you know, know about that. I feel like I feel like he has more to his game, or had like even when he was coming out, I feel like he had more to his game than Thibodeau did. So as far as like his playmaking ability, his motor, um, playmaking aspect, yeah. almost every single play, like Thibodeau's,
1: Thibodeau has a good, is a pretty solid motor. When he wants to
0: have it, like there certain plays where like he just doesn't show up. yeah disagree yeah so, I, know, a lot of I, this- I i do i do think it plays into that
2: narrative right now, but he if he does this thing at the at the Oregon pro day, he'll still be you know i he i i mean I could still see a bit of a fall, but nothing dramatic i mean I'm not saying like a shit.
0: I mean I don't think he would fall out of like the top 10. I don't think it would be anything like that, but uh, yeah. could there be a, could there be a scenario where you know he basically doesn't do anything at the pro at the pro day or nothing or does nothing at the pro day and then that precipitates a, a, a fall? Yes. Cuz it will lend to the narrative that he doesn't want it or he doesn't care about it that much. You know, he's trying mm. to just go on pure talent alone. It doesn't—it tr- doesn't have like the heart, the motor, the heart doesn't have anything to prove. I, I you know, yeah. That's, I don't know. Like, there's there
3: a lot of players like that I've seen, like footage-wise, and even when it came to the combine, mm. it's like it's like a thing of like of like wanting to make a play every single time, like 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 a Jordan Davis or like um, what's another one. There was a cornerback that I really saw some... You know, like... Well, like I saw his gardener, even. Like, different positions, but still to the point of, like... Those guys, like... They, they try to make a play, like... Whether it's back-to-back plays or playoff, you know, he come back on the field. Like, the, the big play aspect is just always within them. With Thibodeau, I just don't know if... Like, you would have eye motor. I could be wrong. But... I just don't see the, like, aura about him where it's, like, he's just, like, fighting through the line every single, like, every single drive to really just get to the QB. But at certain times, he just tries to, like, pick his spots to win
2: the just, okay, now nah, I'm a manhandle to the line on the third play. Stuff. Like, I feel like I get that energy from him. Yeah. I mean, I I, it's it's I, fair. I, I don't know where these uh, – I'm not saying
1: that you guys made them, but I don't really know where the whole motor questions or c- comments came into play. I, what I saw from him, I didn't see any lack of motor, honestly. I, I saw him playing with a great motor, great first step, and great IQ for the game. That's what I saw. But, I mean, I don't know. I know we're nitpicking these guys extremely extremely hard before the draft, but, I mean, at the end of the day, the talent's going to speak first and foremost. He, he don't got no law trouble. You know, so I mean, he—I—I I, I don't see him dropping. You know, there's no injury, uh, injury concerns.
2: There's no, no, there's no law issues or anything like that. So, yeah, I, yeah. Mm. I don't see a
1: weakness in the in a man's game. I mean, you could talk about how you you saying that he doesn't splash off to you, but is there a weakness?
4: There is could there be. I mean there
1: could be there could be a we- there
3: could be some weaknesses to it. Like, I mean not not every but where?
1: Well that's what I'm saying. Like I don't what I'm saying for I'm saying like specifically, like did you see any you know lack of first step, any weakness as far as being a run support, hands, you know, effort, or okay. just like making IQ plays?
3: Okay, I'll like, like this the 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 way the way he moved players out of the way at the college level he's he's going he, it's not going to be as easy for him on the pro level. He's not moving guys like Bakhtiari or like and Nelsons of the he's not moving those guys like how he's moving the guys at the college level. So, he's going mean, to have we, we can say that,
1: but I mean I'm not, and once again, you said it. Sorry, you said it, and I'm gonna say it too. He's not. Mm-hmm. We we know he's not Aaron Down. We're not. I'm not saying that. You're yep. Saying yep. That. Yeah. Like, but, not, yeah. I mean, Aaron did it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And Aaron yeah. Was moving, <laughs> moving, uh, yeah, like like, like this fellas so around. Like, That's totally, so so the league, terrible. and he's still doing it.
3: Yeah, or like a Miles Garrett. Like Miles
1: Garrett is like you know, well, like, you he's you know, getting drafted in the same stock that they are. So that you so, know, you know, I mean, it's not yeah. out of the realm for to, to expect him to be able to play up to the same level. He's gonna be a top five pick. You know, so it's like I expect that of him. He'll be—I mean, he'll be drafted higher than Aaron Donald, won't
3: he? He'd be way higher because Aaron Donald was like top fifteen.
1: It was like, yeah, and you know, so I yeah, I expect that. There's no reason as to why he doesn't translate, in my opinion. You know, he's got the physical tools, he's got the mental, and from what I saw, he has the motor. And I I just—I don't see how that doesn't
2: equate to success. But, well,
0: I guess the question is because of that. Does he have the heart? But I mean, again, show up at the pro day and do your thing. It won't make it. Won't make any difference.
1: I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna say sit up here and say he doesn't have heart because he doesn't want to do the combine. You know, what I mean, like it's. It, I the more time that goes on, I feel like the more we see this where guys are really focusing more on their pro day because it's something that they can control. It's something. It's somewhere where they're comfortable. If this event or this, these type of scenarios is going to play such a major role, maybe not for the top guys, but for a lot of guys, on where they get drafted, how they're perceived. Why, not? Yeah. Why would you not want it to be in an in a environment and in a situation that you can control more often than not? You know what I mean? If it's in my school with my coaches, I can control that. If I'm going to the NFL, I can't control who's watching, who does what, who does blah, 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 the guys that are helping me, the guys that are doing the drills with me. I can't control none of that. But, like, so yeah,
3: but overall, like, that's the only thing that's the only thing he gains from, like, you know, doing all that stuff at his pro day. But as far as like doing it at the combine, it's like combine is broadcasted, uh, the coaches and GMs are there, like, you can actually talk to them. And they, well, still, why, do I, need, why like, do I
1: need to talk to all of them? They're drafting me, yeah. I'm
3: not gonna talk to all 32, but at least as far as like the top four teams that are in range to get you. Like, that's, know, that's, more less, that's more or less what, what they're there for and then like anybody else that gets invited is like you know you put yourself on the map but, but overall like your, your pro day is less televised like people have to go out to
1: Oregon to go see him for his pro day and they gonna do that <laughs> you know I mean they gonna be there in bulk and when, and when their scouts are there for those teams they're gonna talk to him cause they're drafting me I'm not drafting you you know y'all coming to see me this is y'all want me you know what I'm saying so it's like I, and for a top prospect like this bro Top five, top three, whatever, whatever. Like the combine, don't really do shit for me, except maybe make people raise more questions, which is, you know, even when we're doing that, he didn't even participate. He should just not showed up.
4: Okay, to be that, that's what
1: I thought he was gonna do, more or less. <laughs> he should just not. He should have just not even went if that's the case, and just say I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just do all my shit at the probate or not the probate, the pro day. And that's what a lot of quarterbacks do. They don't
4: even show up. They
3: just say, I'm full of that, dog. Mean, just anybody. Like, there, I mean, I mean there's situations where like, granted, like, he was injured. Like, like Matt Coral didn't do any of his stuff. So it's like, And were we talking
4: about
1: him in the, in this same type
3: of light? I to say, I mean, not to say in this type of light, but I mean, obviously he was injured, so I mean it's different. But I mean, or it's like Malik Willis. Malik Willis didn't do a 40. You know? Like, everybody knows why Malik Willis didn't do a 40. So nobody bats an eye at that stuff. But also, to the to the standard of that, like like the quarterbacks of this class are seen as like eleven, highest maybe nine and below. A guy, a guy that's already a, a guy like uh, Thibodeau in a class where edge rushers are deep, literally deep.
1: But he's still at, at, at the top at, of that yeah, list.
3: Yeah, but at this point, like, it, but yeah, he's at the top of the list. But at this point, it could be a roll of the dice between like. It could, it could be he could be him or Jermaine Johnson like a team could just wake up on the the wrong side of the pillow be like, you know maybe Jermaine's a top three guy maybe still t- not leaving m- the top m- five, m- maybe a uh, dude name it's like it's like Boye, What is it's Madafe I think they can wake
1: up and be like, hey Madafe
3: might be top might be top five it it all depends
1: but what does that mean to him? you saying you know what I mean
3: like teams teams are more about of, being the first overall pick. Like, not not, even be, not just being number one because like, I feel like number one's gonna be a lineman, but like like an old lineman. But as far as like teams like the Texans and below, they could just look at it and be like, I could still get a solid edge rusher in round two. Like he he might drop a little bit.
1: Like who knows? If you if, if that's a need for you, you need an edge rusher. You're not gonna take a flyer on the second rounder. You're gonna get the guy who is quote unquote the can't miss prospect with no weakness, with the body, with the motor, with the everything else. Like, if that's what I need. That's what I'm going to take. And, like, yeah, you, they're deep, but at the same point in time, I'm going to take the top prospect. Why would I? If I need that, if I need that, why, I, why am I rolling the dice? Like, why do I need to roll the dice? I'm, I'm going to yeah, take. But, yeah, what yeah, I, I mean, need, yeah. what I'm, I'm going to say. I'm going to say, like, roll the dice. Because, I mean, like, if you look
3: at, if you look at a Trayvon Walker, that might not be a roll the dice thing. That guy might be one of the best edge rushers in this class
1: from a physical but standpoint. But off, of off, of off of his tape, and off of the st- and probably off of the stats, he's not better than th- than Thibodeau. So why am I even thinking about it? Uh, well, if, I mean, if it's I mean, not a combine,
3: I mean, is it really that? Is it really that like?
1: I'm not gonna different? put somebody over somebody else because of a combine. I'm I'm I simply just won't do that.
3: No, no I'm not. No, I'm not saying like based off, Not even saying combine specifically. I'm saying like overall, like even tape wise, Walker is. Pr- Walker has some pretty solid tape as well.
1: Didn't say he didn't, but he's not better than Thibodeau's. He can have a solid tap. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm simply placing Thibodeau above him, and I'm not the only one
2: that is doing that. So I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about with with uh,
1: the whole combine thing. I mean, it's been guys over over the years becoming and it it gets it gets more abundant as time goes on that don't do the combine top guys that don't do it don't do what they don't want to do they'll come and they'll do maybe something here and there but they won't do everything and it doesn't matter so i'm kind of confused as to why he's getting this rap it's almost it's almost like a made-up narrative it's kind of it not to the same extent but it's giving me justin fields almost
0: Probably, I wouldn't say yeah. it's I wouldn't say that's it's a made, I wouldn't say it's a made up narrative. I would so say it's it, probably it's it it's an overblown it's an overblown one. If it comes from the
1: motor, it's made up. Because he doesn't have a lack of motor.
0: I don't know that it's the I don't know it's that. The impression I got is the the talking point is like the heart. I mean, but that like,
1: that's all that's that you, you we all know that, that that those two things are tied together. I mean, I mean, the guy, I mean, a
3: guy can have a. I mean, you can think about it. I mean, like even with basketball, like Anthony Edwards has a high motor, yeah, but, but, but at some point, people, people didn't know if he was actually going to play basketball or not. It's just a That's true. Question. That was true. Like if Anthony Edwards, <laughs> Anthony Edwards could have just said, "Yo, I might want to play football instead."
1: He played football like three sports. He was going to play basketball by the time he when he uh, when it was time to get drafted. Like he was going to play basketball. He's already declared for the draft. We're in the process. So when when Anthony Edwards had declared for the draft, there were no more questions. He was just saying he liked football and he was always like, I'm great at sports. But like the pro the point in the process that we are in now is the point of past declaring. So once Anthony Edwards declared for the NBA draft, he was going to play. We all knew he was gonna play.
3: I mean I mean in, in the in the case of even for your team, dude, Patrick Mahomes Patrick wow. Mahomes got drafted for baseball the he still would declare, for the, knew, he still would declare for
1: the NFL was, like that doesn't really change anything. Never, and I knew he was never gonna play baseball. He's not the first he's not even he's not even the first person to get drafted in baseball and play football. We all knew. Yeah,
3: I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm saying yeah I'm saying like, are, like, like the football like football the art of like football. the art of declaring is like very it's very marginal in that case because Get drafted. Half of these quarterbacks in the league are drafted by multiple like baseball teams. They just don't play their right. contract. Is You're right, up.
1: and that's why I say there are only a couple where it may be a legit question because they're actually that good. You know what I mean, like that good to where they're gonna pa- where they'll think about passing up a multi million dollar opportunity for a guaranteed football contract to go play baseball and you know maybe go to go to the minor leagues or a little bit and all of that. There's only been a couple of guys where that's actually been a question. And Patrick Mahomes was not one of them. It was maybe like maybe like Kyler, maybe Russell, because Russell played a little bit. But, I mean, I don't know how we, we – I, I know how we got here, but we started it just, off. Yeah, we yeah, started on it – it uh, We went to Anthony mm-hmm. Edwards, but he's – I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. Well,
0: that's just kind of that's – that's what we do. I'm just – my, my,
1: my, my whole point is, man – I've had that at the place. Hard is attached to motor. We all know that. If you have a high motor, it's because you want to. That's hard. If you don't have a high motor, we're gonna say you don't want to. You ain't got no heart. Andy, Ad, we, we look at his motor all the time. We all say he ain't got no heart. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got no motor. You know what I mean? Like Andrew Bynum didn't have no no motor. He had no heart. You know, like that. that those are it's a
2: desire thing. And I didn't see any lack of. I didn't see any lack thereof. Sure. Don't come had to at me come when he's, he's all, me. all pro. I had to ask that. Don't come. Don't come
1: at me when he's all pro. That's all I'm saying.
3: I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna say he's gonna be a bum. I just think that there might be no. a few other players in the class that could have equally as good a career, if not maybe a better one than him.
1: This is how I'm seeing well, I'm, it. I'm not. Part. I'm not necessarily arguing that. Yeah. But that. But that's also like that's a, that's you can't know that. So when, you know, when you're drafting, I imagine like you want to take the surefire prospect. It's kind of the whole situation of where like, I mean, I know both of them are out of the league now, but it's like the whole kind of situation with Andrew Luck and Robert Griffin. Like you've seen Robert who, you know, at the time people may have thought he would have had a higher ceiling than Andrew Luck, but you still knew that Andrew Luck was going to be a Pro Bowl quarterback, period, point blank. Like that was it, Like. We knew that, so it's like, yeah, this guy could maybe have a better career, but like, we're not gonna go wrong with this guy, and we know there's no risk. And I'm not even saying it's that close with with uh, Thibodeau and the guy that you named, but it's just like kind of one of those things. It's like, you know, when you I don't know, and also when you when you at, at, at that high the draft, you can't be afford to you can't afford to be making mistakes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, so I, yeah. Off,
3: and that's a like, thing though. Like, if you think life. about it: the Raiders are like. Dude, the Raiders are a perfect example when it comes to, like, getting an edge rusher. They drafted Cleveland Farrell. Was it four or five? I'm not oh. sure if it was four or five. They drafted Cleveland Farrell. He hasn't done anything. Been in college, wrecked the line, all that, all that fancy stuff. But he wasn't a top five pick. Everybody knew that. The Raiders just didn't know that. But that just goes to show, like, a guy could be all this in college to the pros. That's just that's just how I can see it. Like I'm not. Yeah, that, for was that
1: like a, that? Wasn't that a situation where that was kind of like a shock?
3: It was a shock pick because was he wasn't top five on anybody. Exactly,
1: but but this guy is for everybody, even that's, us, and it's been that way. So we all think we're all seeing the same things. We're all seeing things that we believe will translate to the next level at every point. So it's like. I'm not saying that other guys can't have success and may or may not be better, but he has the tools and the makeup from what I've seen on tape, to be the best. He has the best chance to. He has the best chance to be the best. Does that mean he will? No, but he has the best chance to get there out of this class, in my opinion. And apparently a bunch of other
4: people's opinions do, but that doesn't matter. We're talking about our opinions.:
0: <laughs> Well, since we were on the subject of the combine before we got.
2: To that, anybody anybody stand out to you? Big name, little name, anyone? Uh,
0: yeah, some 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 bulldogs for sure.
4: <laughs> uh, I,
0: Jordan Davis. Oh my god, he, out, outstanding. He killed it. Yeah, he did. Um, what did he run? Like four seven.
4: Four, he ran. A, he ran.
0: Yeah, it was a four four seven eight. I think. Three hundred and forty-one yeah. pounds, six six, just a
1: just a monster of a person. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't need that running at me at four seven speed. I don't. That's like a Mack truck. Uh, that is a. Uh, I feel like you can go to jail uh, for like assault with a deadly weapon. You know what I'm saying? Like that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah,
0: surprisingly agile too. You yeah, I mean? So, I mean, yeah, we know how
1: how stout he is. Just, I mean, literally just physically, and then it's just like his impact. Uh, as far as being in the middle, we saw his impact with Georgia, leading being one of the leading factors of that top-rated defense. Um, yeah, I think he's going he's going to step in. He's going to be impactful right away. I mean, I kind of think Vita Vey. Uh, but yeah, great great combine for him, like you said, Gramps. Um, and then another, I mean, I, another is just a, just a receiver, uh, just because I. He would have been a, I thought he would have been uh slightly slower. It was uh George Pickens. I didn't think he was gonna run, uh, I think he ran a four or four. Gotta be honest, a little bit slower. I'm not gonna lie to you. Thought he was gonna be like a four or five, late four or fives, or high four or fives, I should say. But he ran a four four. Uh, you uh, I know, like, I like George. I think he he just got that receiver swag to him, he got great hands, got great catch radius, and he just plays with like a great attitude, in my opinion. I, I like George. Um. And then I guess another side a side note, I like I watch uh I I watch mainly like receivers and like running backs, but um, Chris Olave running a four two was also very nice. I didn't think he was uh gonna run that. Thought yeah. it was gonna be kind of the same as uh Wilson. I think Wilson ran a four three seven, I wanna say. Yeah, around that range. Yeah, Chris Olave ran like a 4-2-6, four two seven. Four I think it was four two eight. right. yeah. I think so, it was four two eight, yeah. Yeah, he was blazing. That shit was nice. He's gonna—I uh, don't know. I think both of those guys are gonna be uh, immediate impact players. Uh, but yeah, Chris Olave, having that uh, show, showcasing that speed, they already—he already has like really nice routes, really good body control. Like he's just gonna be a smooth,
2: like solid receiver, like from day one. I think. But yeah,
0: I've got a few names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, obviously, the first one—the first one I'm going to name—is uh, is an obvious one, but um, I really like what Desmond Ritter did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Malik Willis, all the props to him. Cannon for an arm, mobile. These work on his accuracy a little raw. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I get the love for Pickett. I don't care about the the hand size.
2: Um, I didn't like the zip on his ball. Um, but I liked what Ritter did. Um, you know,
0: I like his leadership qualities, good rhythm. His footwork and mechanics are really, really good. He works his progressions. I like the way he reads the field. He's mobile. He was faster than I thought he was going to be, to be honest with you. I think he ran a 4 6. Mm. Um, that surprised me.
2: Um, deceptively faster than I thought he was going to be, but I knew he was mobile. Um, uh, I think he threw well. He, I think he needs to strengthen his arm a little bit.
0: I don't, his arm isn't weak, but it's not. You know, I think he can work a little bit on the arm strength, um, especially for the deep ball. Um, yeah. Looking like a mobile pocket passer, um, I am concerned about broken plays and throwing on the run. But that's certainly something he could work on. Um, I like him. I, I I would have him as QB two in this draft. That's me. But um, now I guess a few names, you know, weren't aren't necessarily like on the big board. Um, Christian Watson. That's uh, what I, I said. The receiver. Yeah, Christian Watson. He, I was he, impressed. he runs crazy fast for his size. It... Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's yeah, four three six. Uh. Real agile. Six four. Like two oh eight. Two ten. Um.
2: He's vertical. Um. You know. I think he probably. I think he showed out well enough. Second round.
0: Mm. I could see like second round. Um. Let's see who else we got. Uh. Chika I think that's how you say it. Akonkwu. A Um yeah. From the tight end from Maryland. Yep. Did I yeah. Um again vertical four five. What was he four five two, I think?
4: Uh. Um
0: I think so. It was in it was in the four five range. It four five two, something like it was in the four five. I know it was four five something. Um six two, two thirty eight. Maybe a little bit more. Maybe put ten, fifteen pounds on him. Four or five. Um, yeah. Maybe gain a little bit of weight. Um. I like his hands.
2: Uh, so showed surprising agility. Um. You know, I don't know if he's the first tight end off the board, but I like what I saw in this. This draft seems to be a lot of. The more blocking type
0: he showed out to me as a receiver. Um don't know where he goes, but
2: you know, I liked what I saw. Um, Trevor Penning. Uh the tackle from Northern Iowa. Uh six seven, three twenty five, ran a four eight. Um really looked good. Strong, agile. He's got, for not, to me. Me, what I, what you will. I could see it, I could see it, um, and uh, Tariq Woolen, corner from UT San Antonio, um, he definitely needs a little uh technique coaching, uh, for sure, uh, to get that stop and you know stop and go. To work with
0: uh, good route, you know, to line up against good route runners. But um, I like his size and speed. I like his vertical. 6'4,
2: 205, maybe a little bit of weight, but extremely fast. Uh, He can hang
0: with bigger, taller receivers, I think, on 50 50 balls with his vertical. I think he matches up very well there. Again, I think maybe a little bit of. Uh, coverage technique that he could be coached on that, but i think he vaulted, i did again i think he vaulted himself from maybe a fourth fifth round pick to maybe second ish late second ish round early third mm. that's what is that's what i saw
2: i mean he, he used to to be, what you got he, he used to be a receiver
3: though right
0: i think so yeah
3: yeah. I, I, I still feel like when he came down to the. Not not the, like, that, but, like, when he got to the mechanics for him, like, he'll probably still be fourth, just off the, like, development aspect, but. He definitely has the athletic ability to be good, though. Um. Uh, I'm gonna just go by, like, three, just off, like, the three that I really kind of, like, really looked at. Um. To the tight ends, uh, Trey McBride. Um. Yeah, I said that one of his inspirations okay. was... Huh? He said like, what?
0: No, oh, I said, okay. I uh, Yeah, okay.
3: But, um, yeah, Trey McBride said one of his inspirations was George Kittle. And during the drills and everything, like, I kind of can... Not to say I see that being, like, his ceiling, but I feel like he'll be a really good tight end. Like, on some of the catching drills, he made, like, some really, like, difficult catches, like, some real, like, you know, extension reaches. Um, does have the blocking ability. And I feel like there's only like three, like receiving tight ends, really in this class that I could see, like you know, really like being like blatantly clear. Which is like a uh, lively, uh, Greg, the guy from UCLA. I forgot what his last name is, and possibly him. I mean, a can do a lot of things, so like, I don't want to pin him to just receiving. But
0: you don't think Jelani? You don't think Jelani Woods? Maybe.
3: But uh, six, I like six, seven, something like that. Six, six.
0: Six, seven, yeah. yeah
3: I could see it, but he just seems raw to me. In a weird, way. Like, to, start, to a certain degree, he just seems raw. It, those are like the only ones that I could look at and be like, okay, like receiving might be like you know what earns them their bread moving forward. Tram McBride can really do a lot of things, so I feel like he might be a sec- I feel like he'll be second round after like you know looking back at the numbers and some of his film and everything. He might be second, maybe, I third. It should be interesting to see where he goes. Umore, one of the uh one of the one of the various receivers that had a really ridiculously fast forty. Um He he moved up a lot of boards. I forgot what play he made in one of the on field drills. Pretty much they said after that after that catch that he made, like, he pretty much shot up from bottom of the third to near second, like high fifteen second round pick. Um, how these receivers, based off speed, are gonna get, like, a shot, see what they do. It's off the athletic aspect of, like, you know, you got, like, Alave, and a lot of guys that even, like, higher heights are still running at a really, really good pace. Like, they're gonna get a shot regardless, but, and then what he's done, like, you know, tape-wise, he's on the smaller side, if I remember correctly. I don't want to say 5'7". But
0: No, I think he was five eight,
3: 5'9". He will like five ten.
0: Remember right? Yeah,
3: he's, he's like five ten. So he's like he's on the shorter side, not shorter than um the guy out of Memphis, uh, Austin I think. He's not shorter than him, but on the shorter side. So that also plays a factor in his stock. But you know. depending on what team depending on what system he's in, he could probably be a really dangerous like weapon. Kinda like a kinda like how Braxton Burrios is being used in uh New York, like, that kind of gadgety ass guy that could really, like, make some plays in open field. And
4: I will we'll,
3: for the last one. I'm say a cornerback. Uh, Kyler Gordon. Uh, think what college he was out of.
0: I want to say Washington, but I don't think that's Washington. That might be McDuffie.
2: But that was McD- McDuffie. Yeah. Let me, let me figure this real quick. Is this going to annoy me if I'm not going to do it? Washington.
1: Tyler Gordon from Washington. Okay. It's
3: like, he came down to the, like, the on field stuff, like the movement, like the uh, body shifting and stuff like that. He was one of the really, one of the corners that really stood out to me as far as how smooth he was. And I don't think he's projected as a first round pick. There's a lot there's only like a few corners like, you know, Gardner and McDuffie and probably like another corner that I can't think of, but maybe Kyer Elam. But as a s a late second, early third round pick for a corner, that's a I feel like he's a really fundamentally sound uh corner. Might not be the fastest, depending on what like his pro day time is, like the forty and stuff. But like, you know, as a nickel, or you know, maybe even like, you know,
2: a guy you develop over time, I thought he could be pretty well. Hmm. Okay, I saw them. <laughs> that's, the, that's the, I don't agree with that. <laughs> no, I don't, di- I, don't dis-
0: I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Interesting.
1: Hmm. <laughs> I don't disagree. George Pickens, George Pickens, number one receiver out of this draft. We... <laughs> Actually, no, I'll take that back. I don't believe that. I think, at, uh, at one point, Pickens was. Some people. I'm very high on pickings. But a lot of, I, I just I really like those those Ohio State boys. Uh Alave and Wilson. Yeah. I mean I just think they're gonna yeah. be nice. One of them one of they're them for, one of them gonna be nice. I don't know which one. Maybe they both are, but one of them for sure is gonna be nice. Like as hell. Yeah. But George, George could be nice too though, because he got yeah. good size. Like, he, like P-
3: Pickens, when healthy, could be one of the best receivers out of this class. Burks, Burks yeah. still has a lot of room to be like you know potentially the best receiver out of this class in the future.
4: Yeah, there's
3: going to be a lot of there's a lot of well at least to me there's a lot of serviceable pieces come out of this class. I'm not sure how many of them will be like you know Pro Bowl, wooden Jacket, but you know, like there's going to be some really good players like, at a few positions from this year. For running back, running back, I have no idea. Like, outside of, like, uh Hall and, um,
2: Hall and Walker, I know nothing about the running backs in this class at all. A lot of, a lot of, um, I, I, how would I describe it? A lot of, uh, question marks, I guess. Could be good. Yeah. A lot of small backs.
0: Like 'cause like I know I know you like Brees Hall could
3: be like bottom of the, yeah. bottom of the first of a team like might if a team like, you know, kind of wants to, or if they need to, high second. And Kenneth Walker, you know, like everybody knows how good he is, but you know, rece- most good rece- most good running backs, you know, go in that second round, like early second. Outside of them, I don't really know of like Sleeper running back that is like okay like he could
0: really like shake some stuff up like maybe he should have went before all or something
2: like I don't I don't really see that. No. No. I could see I could see Breeze being a late first early second if, but. I would think it would take.
0: Some, I would think it would take some movement for the other two to be, to be first round. I'm not so sure the
2: other two are going to be first rounders for sure. Yeah. I, I I don't. I mean I don't. Know. I mean, it's, you know, it's like on, on paper, I feel like Kenneth Walker would probably be high second. Like,
3: if, if a team wants to develop, like that's the thing with running backs for the most part. Like last year when it was um. I don't know
2: if running backs develop.
0: Running backs <laughs> develop? I said I don't know if running backs develop.
3: I mean the class with Swift, Alaire and Taylor was like that was like a, that was like almost the best example of it from the recent from recent years.
1: Yeah, I feel like running backs is just opportunity, honestly, man. I don't because their shelf their life their shelf life of being like at the top. Isn't even really that high, especially if they're gonna be like a bell cow, unless you like one of them Hall of Fame guys, and it just works out for you. But even then, yeah, like like the guys that the guys that were at the top of the league two three years ago are now either getting hurt or just aren't viewed the same. You know, like Christian McCaffrey hasn't played a lot of games in two years. Alvin Kamara, although still you know really good, we don't view him at the top anymore. Derek Henry just got hurt although although he came back but you know.
3: Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean I, I, feel, I feel like I to word this like I can see where you I can see where you're going with it like, because even like in a case of, like a David Johnson who had like, you know, you know like a really solid campaign and then just kind of fell off the face and of the earth. Recovered. Yeah, like I don't know if David Johnson really had as much like in his toolkit side of running the ball. At least that I can remember. I don't He's a he's a really good
1: catcher. He's a really good catcher of the, of the football. That was his like, that was his thing. Like he was a good receiver at the running back position as well. That was like mm-hmm. his whole he was kind of like a Christian McCaffrey before he before he came into that role. Although I'm not saying like he was the first or the best to do, you know, catch at that running back position, but that was his big thing. Like his his great great year i guess uh he caught 80 passes somewhere, Yeah. somewhere around 80 and he was he wasn't like he wasn't like a 1000 yard receiver cuz Christian was Christian was the first running back to do that but he was damn near close or the well I should say the first to have a 1000 rushing at that 1000 receiving i'm pretty sure but
4: yeah hmm. i don't
1: know i'm just uh I, I feel like running back is just like if you if you don't got that vision, you don't got that vision. And it, you know so that I'm like, that shit's different. That's a feel thing because like we look at like somebody like Trent Richardson, who really didn't honestly have great running back vision, and it we saw it immediately when he got to like the next level, where he couldn't really always physically dominate everybody in the holes weren't just glaringly there, And he wasn't like he wasn't what he was supposed to be. Yeah, or I can't. I can mean I can't remember the the uh, next running back that was drafted high that busted out. But I'm sure there are some. There sure there are some. I'm sure.
3: Yeah, but the one I could think. I mean, it wasn't like draft related, but like you know, like the Peyton Hillises and stuff, was like you know he finally got his opportunity to get out there and play. Lasted for like yeah. a year and
0: a half. <laughs>
1: Like a uh, uh, Justin Forsett is a I feel like another good one just because uh, he didn't really have a lot going like in the early league he was like a backup you know kind of bounced around and he just got his opportunity in Baltimore at the, I think he was like he, damn near was almost thirty Oh, yeah. and he uh, he was able to get his opportunity he just took you know, he he was able to take advantage of it mm.
3: it could probably just be like very much like um, opportunity thing for like some of those lower guys Cause, I mean even like for, for a team like mine like I didn't know nothing about Craig Reynolds going into this season and this man is a dog so it's like it, it could be one of the things where there's only two names being talked about out of this class now but a couple running backs that like you know end up on the
0: Dolphins or whatever and end up going stupid and they're like you know what this guy was in this class too
2: drafted. Hmm. Uh, is there anything else anybody uh, wants to bring up before we wrap it up? Um, hmm. Besides the Lakers.
4: <laughs> I'm not
0: going to talk about the Lakers, man.
1: I'm
2: not going to talk about the Lakers.
3: There was one thing I thought of, so like i seen like something with the Kings, right, and mm-hmm. they said that the Demonts a bonus trade was like a win now move for them, but looking back at win loss count since the trade, like they have the same record as the Pacers, just three and ten
4: yeah
0: that that's what was said at the time mm-hmm. I
1: think that they said that you know that's what you're supposed to say, you can feel better. I think the move. I think the move more so was about making a decision. And the decision was De'Aaron Fox is our guy. And it was the right decision. Don't get me wrong about that. That's why it was definitely the right decision. And it was basically saying, like, we're going to build around De'Aaron. I mean, but they're going to have to, like, take this offseason and, you know, look at the rest of the roster and kind of retool around those two guys. You got two cornerstones, potentially. So, you know, he's got to build around it and see and see where they can take you. But I mean, De'Aaron building around De'Aaron, in my opinion, was definitely the right choice. I mean, he's to me, he's better than Tyrese. I don't. I mean, we I, like I, Tyrese, I, I, yeah. and I, 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 mean, I know a I lot mean, of people. What, mean, like, what,
3: I mean, we've had like we've had like four or five years of watching De'Aaron too. To be fair, watch. Him, I mean, yeah, but it's, it's,
1: it's true. But I mean, his rookie year was better than Tyrese's, and his second year. Was also, I believe, at the time, probably better than Tyrese. I'm not saying uh, I like Tyrese too, but I feel like a lot of times we kind of get caught up in the shiny new toy. And I feel like that's where a lot of people were feeling, like, you know, even myself included. But I, you know, I I, I think when we, if we were to like really sit down and look at it, look at it, like the Aaron Fox is clearly the better player. Um, And as far as building your team around it, I mean, you will want, at least in today's league, you will want. A more dynamic point guard over, like a Tyrese, who is more of a traditional point guard, but is definitely, definitely growing his way into, you know, you know, starting to fill the fill the bucket up and growing more into his offense. But I wouldn't say that he's more. Uh, what's the word? Like, I can't think of it, so I'll say diverse. More diverse. <laughs> than De'Aaron Fox, you know. I, I, but. Yeah,
2: but, but, uh,
3: yeah, but with, like, with the way they had that offense set up, I mean, I, I don't think it really was a question of, like, they probably made it in, in the grand scheme of things, like, which one, did they, which one would they rather have? But if anything, it would have been clear that you could have had a bench unit led by Halliburton and a starting unit led by De'Aaron, and then they went to go draft Mitchell, and that's probably what, like, more of a de- I feel like that's like a decently well, because, exciting factor because like well, when you get three guards, you got to figure out who to
1: keep. You're right, but I mean, putting Tyrese on the bench doesn't serve anyone because you're not maximizing him at all. You might, so if you're not gonna start like, you're not gonna start him if you're not gonna start him, then definitely you definitely don't need him. And as far as being a point guard, like he he's a lead guard. I mean, he's able to play off ball, but he's really a lead guard. Yeah. And so it's De'Aaron. So it's like, yeah, like they're playing together and they. Individually, might not have had a problem with playing with each other or issues like that, but this is like from a GM perspective, I would imagine, like you're gonna have to build around one of them. And, or he, he, you know, what he, I mean, he like, would have had
3: to pay both big time bread because eventually, if Tyrese got better, it would add up to close to what De'Aaron would have made, like in the future. So,
1: I mean, you know, if you got two good, if you got if you got two good quarterbacks, you got you don't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I just, you know, I like that the Kings made a decision.
4: <laughs>
1: and then, and that's where we are with the Kings. But it was the decision. And, it's, hey, stick to it. And, and ride it out. Do I think that uh, Sabonis and De'Aaron can be good enough? No. But do I think that Tyrese and, and Fox could have been good enough? No. So, you know, I... I, I either way it was it was what it was i, I you know, but
2: mm. they made a decision.
1: They're not mad at it, technically
3: it it was kind of funny to see that though, like the kings like even when they get rid of vlade, they still manage to find ways to become the laughing to become the joke of like something that they said in the media
1: true, <laughs> but I also feel like they they were kind of giving giving them shit a little bit. As far as as far as because they're just the Kings because like who got the best player out the trade, the Kings.
4: Yeah, you
1: know what I mean. Like like let's, let's make let's make no mistake about it. Sabonis is an All Star level caliber player, you know. Uh, and being you know De'Aaron Fox can be more so what he was last year going forward. Not to say that he isn't that this year, but he, he they've had kind of an off year just them as, a, as a team, obviously. But if he can be Get back to that with Sabonis playing at the level that he's capable of. I mean, it's definitely interesting. I, that's I would say that at, at, at
2: least, and, you know. So, yeah, I mean, they say so. They say they always say the the player who got or the team who got the best player won the trade. It's not always true, but you know, we'll see. Mm. I'm starting to think that, uh, we, didn't that tra- we didn't win that trade. We didn't that trade. Starting to think that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> For all of you guys that don't know who uh, we is, I'm, I'm referring to the Lakers. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know if one chip was <laughs> worth uh, not keeping Lonzo Kuz and Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. Jesus, I guarantee you, right? Now, LeBron now at, at 30, well, however the hell old he is, would be very happy with having. Two young guns that can put it in a bucket and a, and a lead guard who can pass and defend
0: over. Just, hell, even Trez. Nah. Uh, I ain't going to go that far. Wow, <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> Trez is so nah, bad nah, on defense, nah. man. He's just so he – so, he is an offensive bucket, but he's so, – he, he's, he's a double-double double machine. He is, I mean, in his, he is in his freedom with locks and less height. Ennis'
2: freedom with attitude is a very good equivalent for that. Hey, listen, both terrible on defense. Uh,
1: both buckets, although different types of buckets. Trez is more like hustle buckets. Ennis got a got, uh, got more of a post game, but he's definitely not a much of a dog. But he's a little bit of a dog. But he's also a way better offensive rebounder.
4: Yeah,
1: Trez, but Trez is a good rebounder too. You know, but it's just it's just like you know. Good, good offensive centers, just not you know mm. good defensively. At least with can at least with well, excuse me, at least with freedom, he has like the height, you know. So it's yeah, like he, he's a long, he, he, he's got he a long
3: body, so it makes it it looks better.
1: Yeah, so like as long as you're not running them in a pick and roll, which I mean that's what they're gonna do, but as long as you're not doing that, he can get on a, be, be on a, be on a big body. But you you stick trash in front of somebody like Jokic, hey, what what, what Shaq call that? That's that's barbecue chicken, baby. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah. He lick, he's licking he's licking his fingers. He finna hey, he's finna go finna go eat. You know what I'm saying?
3: So I'm the, the Lakers would probably definitely Man. be top five if they had at least if they kept my ball like so we, had minimum. Brandon, we had Brandon Brendan Ingram. Oh
1: my goodness. And I know like he would not have turned into what he is now, but he would be getting more to it. Cause LeBron, even more so than when he first got to L.A., does not want to be putting up 30 and leading the league if he did not have to. Yeah. He still, like, don't, don't get me wrong. He, he wants to score his amount of points to where he can get, you know, so he can still be on track to get that that Kareem record. But he don't want to be average at 29 points a game. Mm. He don't want to be doing that. He, w- he would be fine with about 24 to 26
2: and letting the young guns lead it. Closing games and being a facilitator, yeah. and it's it's, um, it's
1: crazy because like we traded B, we traded bi because Kuz fit more with LeBron, which he did, but then we, we then we got AD, and as a result, we took away Kuzma's rhythm, his spot, his minutes, and his identity. And you know, <laughs> not to say that AD wasn't a, a better player, and rightfully so, took his minutes, but it's just like. We kept the guy because he fit, but then we took everything about his fit away and tried to t- and tried to turn him into a spot up shooter. And that's not what he is. He's a scorer. He needs rhythm. Like when he ca- when he can cook and like you know do things within the flow of the game, then yes, he can get hot and he can shoot. He's a good three point shooter. He's not a great one. He's a good one. Slightly streaky, but
4: mm. I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, I know one thing. though no. I I know one thing. They better, hey, they better not catch us in the play in, boy. I know that. I know that. You better watch out. You better, boy. You better. You better watch out. Better not get. Hey, don't
4: let me. <laughs> yeah, you know, let me. Don't let me
1: be in that play in. Just uh,
3: just just one more thing before we wrap this up. Um, shout out, shout out to Kyrie Irving. Um, he, he had fifty tonight. Um, he had fifty tonight.
1: Yeah, he fifty. hey Right, real quick uh, tidbit yeah. on your on, on real, real quick tidbit on your on your part time. What um, Kyrie? He's, he's definitely <laughs> over twenty five <laughs> points a game. And, and just yeah. to reiterate to our listeners, just to reiterate to our listeners, me and Gramps made a bet, uh, basically saying that if Kyrie Irving averaged uh, twenty five points or more a game, that Gramps would buy a Kyrie Irving jersey.
0: And Ooh. if he did
1: not, then I would purchase a Jaron Jackson
0: jersey. Uh which there's no Shaman Jaron Jackson's about jersey. Ky- I don't think it wasn't a Kyrie jersey, it was a Lakers jersey. Oh yeah. Lakers, no, it, was yeah. Lakers LeBron yeah jersey. it was a Lakers LeBron jersey. It was, a Le- it was
1: a Lakers LeBron jersey. That's even better. You're yeah. right. You should have just let me have you should have just took it. You uh, just ran I, with it.
0: Honestly, as much as I hate the as much as I hate the Lakers, I don't hate LeBron. I'd much rather have a LeBron jersey than a Kyrie one. <laughs> I still hate it, but <laughs> ain't no way I'm betting on a Kyrie Irving jersey. I wouldn't wear that. I wouldn't wipe my ass with I'm it.
3: About just come out, and come to the left field. Like,
1: We're changing it up, man. It's Boston
3: hey, It, it don't matter if
1: you, it don't matter if you wipe your ass with it or not. He still dropped that fifty burger. Yeah, I ain't gonna
3: lie. Hey, you, you you could buy a Boston Celtics version of Kyrie Irving's jersey and you said, And you he never you can
1: use as a dog mat. Hey, and I I didn't watch the game, but I'm looking at these stats. This man went stupid. 15 for 19, 9 for 12 from 3, 11 or 13 from the free throw. He lit these boys on fire. Uh, um, Elite score. Uh, no, 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 listen, listen. Can we put can we, can, even 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 if somehow he gets under 25 points again? Can we put this to bed?
0: Oh, no,
1: no yes, no non-elite score is getting fifty a game. It's just not happening. You don't get fifty a game by accident. Hmm? That's, a, that's a fifty burger. You know the other guy. You know the other two guys that recently got fifty elite scores: LeBron James and who was the other guy? Graham's. Tell me. Nice Harden. That's you there. And is he? And, and is he an elite score? Yes. Absolutely right, he is. And guess who else is an elite score? John Morant.
0: Our time guy.
1: No, w- w- no, not not. I mean, John maybe eh, sure, but no, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Ooh, Ky- Kyrie Andrew Irving. <sighs> And that is and that is really his middle name if you were wondering.
0: <laughs> um, just in case you thought I made it up. I re- I repeat. Fuck Kyrie Irving. Anyway. That's, that's
1: fine. I just want to, but but I just want you to see an elite score. Yeah. Whatever Jersey comes in, we gotta post a picture of it. Not be no.
3: no.
0: Oh, uh, cool. I said I will I made the bet. I'll yeah. I will honor it if I lose. You got you gotta be seen in it too, though, just so they know like you know That's you, you, fine. I you, will you, post i I'll post a picture.
1: No, nah, you have to wear it when we do like a live stream of like a, our draft coverage or something like that. I'm gonna need you in that. I'm gonna need you in that jersey, buddy.
0: <laughs> is it is the season gonna be over by then?
1: Probably yeah, maybe, maybe the maybe the NBA draft.
0: It doesn't have to be the NFL. It could be the uh, NBA draft. I, I, well, all right, yeah, we we can we can figure out the logistics of that yeah. one. <laughs> figure it out. I don't think that was part of the bet, but you know, I think he just. You would just want to further embarrass me. And I mean, I mean it's for the
3: fans too. Like, I mean, what 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 type of people would we be? to Tell the fans, you know? You no, know, they're making a bet, and they don't get to see you win it.
0: Should I put a sticker on the front, like a name tag that says, is, "Hi, LeBron my name is, is Chris Bayless"? Near, too.
1: LeBron is damn near a Celtic. He's had some of you guys' greatest performances oh ever in that god. bill <laughs> 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 Okay,
4: that
1: was it. That was oh like, my god! That was no, a but. Yeah, oh, Grant's not talking to me, no
4: boy. Oh God! <laughs> uh, yeah, Grant's. Uh, Grant's
1: that
3: Bayless thing also. Yo, I just got an idea. I just. I, I wish I could see. Gramps I just said. I just head. said.
0: You want me to put a sticker on it, like a name tag on the front. that says, "Hi, my name's Grant's Bayless." Too, while you're at it. <laughs>
3: I'm a. I'm a. I'm a fine way to get that Grant Bayless on the screen. No, might I not want, be a I sticker. I want you to
1: have a t- I want you to have a tag with your first name on it. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: Wow,
3: are a Lakers jersey with bailiff on the back of it, yo! Shit! Man.
0: Oh, that's co- yeah, yeah. That's closer. <laughs> that costs more money. Come on now, you,
2: <laughs> <are> you, you. <laughs> yeah, you. <ew>. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it. A- that's enough for the. <laughs> that's enough for the night. Um. Okay, so.
0: Appreciate everyone listening tonight. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Going for Three Pod and on Instagram at Going for Three Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony the Real Gentlemen, Your socials, Chris. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh,
2: me first. Okay.
1: Um. Okay. Uh, no, no, I got, I got it I got <laughs> hey, 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 listen. Hey, you can. Hey, man, you can <laughs> follow me at Chris D Collins uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I have moved past my disgruntled Lakers phase, and I am now uh, the optimistic enthusiast. Shoutouts to PTP for that word. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: and the Kyrie Irving stand apparently, but okay. No, not a Kyrie Irving
1: stand. I am a truth teller, and when I oh. hear people, when I hear Man. people say things that are untrue, I have to, you know, I have to, I have to involve myself. You, listen, I'm a LeBron fan, so you know, I've had. Me, my, 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 my personal fan relationship with Kyrie Irving is is it's complicated. <laughs> but I mean, the man, the, the man is one of the one of the coldest to pick up a basketball. So I, I can't, I just can't ignore that. You know, that's all. That's all it was. An, it, an it, advocate it, of buckets, <laughs> if you will. You know, it, 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 oh, I'm taking that. If as, with your with your permission, of
0: course. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, cool. an, an, another, an, another, another nickname for Chris. An advocate,
4: advocate, of buckets. Of, I, an
0: advocate of buckets. I don't hate that. I can't
1: lie, I don't hate it. When you refer to me call me the AOB.
4: The A-O-B. Of
0: <laughs> AOB. That's kinda of fire. I don't that's kinda of, it's kinda of tough. The, you might have to go from cot takes to advocate of buckets. I might.
1: I might actually do that. My takes are really ha- right, you no? Know, real quick, actually, I'll wait till after a oh, bit uh, after we tag. But just just really just I want to say my, my
3: one hot take. Just really quickly, um, you can follow me on Twitter at ptp underscore ninety nine. Decay Cunningham Marvin Bagley the third enthusiast. It's doubled down over the past seven games, if you haven't noticed.
2: Theory <laughs> doubled down. I have. Well, I have. Yeah. Like piston stuff. That's where you find it.
0: <laughs> right. Anyway, thanks to everyone for listening. Um, I hope everyone has a good night. 20th episode next week. Stay tuned and uh, stay blessed, one more,
1: everyone. One more thing. One more thing. One more thing. What's that? What's my that? Hot tech, my hot take. My hot take. The Miami yes. Heat. Oh, you had to get that in. <laughs> I just I had to. My the, the Miami Heat are going to the finals. I don't know how hot of a take that is, but that's what's going to happen.
0: <laughs> well, stay tuned to our special
2: 20th episode next week and we can hear more of this nonsense. Stay blessed, everyone. <laughs>